All right, so if we're thinking of just dream matches in general, I want to ask each of you what, currently speaking, what is a wrestling dream match that you would like to see happen? Uh, Zach, let's start with you. What's what's a dream match that you would like to see? All right, I feel like I'm cheating a little bit because I'm going to pick a tag match and I'm going to make it a fatal four-way, but I absolutely would love to see it. Um, could still happen, Probably not, though, but I would love, like, a TLC match. you got to go with the core three, the Hardys, the Dudleys, Edge and Christian, but I would really love to throw the Young Bucks in there. Okay. I think that would be an awesome match. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we could still get it. I think all those guys are still going, but I don't know that I want it in today. Fair, <laughs> Maybe fair 20 enough. years ago. <laughs> Marcus, we're hearing you. What's the dream match you have in mind? So, like, I am going to go back to uh, maybe TNA days, I'd say. Um, I definitely would love to see an AJ Styles versus Christopher Daniels versus Daniel Bryan versus uh, uh, we can throw in probably a Samoa Joe in there. And I feel like those four would just have a match that would blow the doors down and especially if you throw it into like a uh x uh, you know where they hang the x up on the on the rafters ultimate x. ultimate x matches i think that match would just be unbelievable all right captivating alan lyric dream match you have in mind uh daniel bryan or brian danielson versus a prime ricky steamboat oh oh that'd be that'd be a lot of mm-hmm. fun too that'd be a pounder I'm all for all of these. It's time. Are you ready? Let's go. Guess who's back? It's Johnny Cadillac. Let's start the show. And welcome to another episode of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Cadillac. And let me tell you, if you like some of those uh, crazy episodes of the past where we do virtual booking or tournaments or whatever else, well, this isn't a tournament, but you're in for the right episode. And uh, well, I ha- I'm joined by three different guests here today, so we're uh, going to be in for a wild ride. Um, my thought process was AEW has this upcoming... Wrestle Dream pay-per-view coming up this weekend and in which the very first match that was announced for it was Brian Danielson against Zack Sabre Jr. and everyone looked at it as a dream match and I said, "Oh, the the pay-per-view is called Wrestle Dream." So I didn't know if their premise of the pay-per-view was to have a card just filled with what could be considered dream matches. So I said, "Well, in light of this weekend's pay-per-view, let's have some fun where uh, here on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk, we come up with a list, a pay-per-view list of dream matches. But I didn't want my opinion to be the only one shining through. So I've asked Marcus Jones, Zach Wiestewald, and Captivating Alan Lyric to join me in coming up with a, a some sort of dream sequence card. But before we get any further, Captivating Alan Lyric, you're here in studio with me. Uh, dare I say, the former national welterweight champion losing to timeless Tabor Miller in Fairbury, Nebraska, but you 
next month at the MWA shows, October 19th and 20th, just announced you're in a four-man tournament to determine a new number one contender for Tabor Miller's championship. What's your what's your thought process upon hearing this news? I'm excited to get my baby back. I'm excited. Um, this tournament, I'm going to win it. It's going to be captivating. I'm sorry, everybody involved. It's going to happen. And I want to say thank you for introducing me in one of the worst ways possible, reminding me that I lost my title. I'm sorry. You know, it still stings. It's still a very fresh wound. But um, I'm very excited that I get to have my baby back. It's going to happen. Well, I am joined. It's going to happen. All right. I like your confidence. I really do. Um, you, of course, are joined by Clay Evans, Tobias Storm, and Ramon the Prince Nui in that tournament. First round matches are drawn out of a hat, or to my understanding. And then, of course, the two winners face each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I know... You know, this could be a rubber match then between you and Timeless Tabor Miller. You go one and one against each other, so. Oh, man, I hope so. And, you know, out of the four people in that match, I've beaten Clay Evans. I've beaten Prince Ramon. I am Alan Lyric. I haven't had a match with Tobias Storm yet, so only one of those guys I haven't beat. If he's in the beaten in the first round against one of the other two guys and not me, I'm in the gold. I'm ready. I'm winning that tournament already. It could very well be smooth sailing for you. Oh, it will be. But I'm excited. It's going to be captivating. But we are not here alone tonight. We are joined again by a couple friends of mine, an uh, active listener of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast, and very instrumental in the the Forbidden Door Blind Eliminator tournament and picking some solid names, including one of the winners of that tournament. Of course, I'm talking about my friend Zach Wieswald. Zach, how are we doing today? Good, how are you? I'm doing great. Excited for this episode. I think all four of us are. And, of course, my friend Marcus Jones. Marcus, dare I ask how you're doing? Johnny Kallak, I want you to put a little bit more respect on my name. Can you do that for me real quick? What's your middle initial? I I can give you a middle initial. I am one of the only few people here in Nebraska to win a Taipei Deathmatch two times. So please put a little bit more name respect on my name. Can you do that real quick? Mr. Marcus Jones. Taipei. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> I will knock you out again if I have to. Oh, man. <laughs> Marcus Jones and I, I'm, I'll just go ahead and say it anyway. We we are very familiar with you. I've known you for, gosh, like 11, 12 years now. I think we met in 2012, so pushing on 12 cool. years. And yeah. um, <laughs> in which we were in, in a backyard organization. You were under the name Wicked Smiler. You were the 2012... Backyard Wrestler of the Year. I will give you that credit. You won. Like, you. We had we had fans voting on that, so you earned it. it wasn't just the promoter giving that to you. And uh, I had to take some time off, in which I was hit with a Sister Abigail from Wicked Smiler himself, and it put me on the shelf for like a good six months or something like that. <laughs> it was beautiful. That's all, <laughs> all it was. It was beautiful. <laughs> so anyway, so this uh, could very very well get wild crazy and well i kind of expect those things with caddy chat wrestling talk podcast on a weekly basis and so nevertheless it could be the same here but uh ultimately i have elected zach and marcus to come up with names we're doing we're doing a full-blown wwe versus aew virtual pay-per-view eight matches eight singles matches and then there will be one tag team match determined later on Marcus and Zach, Mr. Marcus Jones and Zach Wiestelwald, 
will bounce names off of each other, coming up with eight of those nine matches and being left with what could be the bare bones afterwards, captivating Alan Lyric and myself. We'll add a tag team match to the mix. I will then go and put what I think the match card, the match order should be. And then captivating Alan Lyric over here is going to come up with the results of said match card. And I, I picked you, Captivating Alan Lyric, specifically because I wanted a wrestling fan friend of mine. You're in the business. You're trained by Dustin Rhodes, but you're a wrestling fan as well. Shout out. And uh, so I wanted to, it was really important to me to pick somebody who who wasn't going to show bias toward one company or the other. Never. So I, I had a list of names, but most of those people, I'm like, ooh, WWE is going to be favored here. AEW is going to be favored here. And I knew I could trust you. Absolutely. Um, let's definitely look at current stories. You know, at the day we're recording this, there's been a handful of WWE names just released. So I want to keep up with uh, current stars. We've all talked prior to this recording that we're going to do just that. Uh, current storylines if we need to, uh, current characters. Um, so then you know some heels need to win, some faces need to win. You have all that in mind when you're coming up with the results of said matches. But you didn't have to do anything to prepare tonight or for today. You asked me ahead of time, what do I have to do? And I said, just look pretty. Nothing. And uh, I said, y the work comes for you <laughs> while, the, while the card's being put together. So uh, Zach and Marcus both... We're given tasks of coming up with a list of names and backup names, as you never know where some of the names they'd have on their list could be used in a previous match based on the other person picking a name and so on and so forth. All sorts of crazy situations, but um. So I'm basically the booker. In a, in a sense, oh, in a sense, go. you you have a lot of power here today. Captivating. Uh, really, all three. I feel like the one of the four of us that has the least amount of power in all this is myself. Because, yes, I'll be kind of leading the conversation, but I'm just coming up with the match card order, and the order I think will make sense. But Marcus and Zach, they're, they're making the matches, and then you're deciding the important part, the results. So uh, really a lot of the power is in the three of your hands. And I want to ask each of you, and Zach, I'll start with you because I asked you first. Uh, when I had reached out to you ahead of time about this concept of a podcast idea, what were some of your... What were some of your thoughts going into just initially finding out about this idea? Uh, well, I mean, you know, I've talked to you before about the idea of doing a podcast with you. So I'm grateful to be on here. But I really love the idea of like the the crossover matches and fantasy bookings and just so many possibilities. And the idea of going to book a card with somebody I've never met until tonight. That's awesome. It's an awesome. Yeah, and that's, that's an awesome. Prop, so. Thank you. And I, I was wanting to bring that up too because it was important to me. Obviously, all three of you know me, but I want to have the voices of people who didn't know each other because I wanted to me. I didn't want any sort of bias swing in there, and so I felt like you know if, if Zach picks somebody to wrestle a match, I don't want Marcus to give him an opponent of. Who would I think Zach wants here? Or who would I think it would bother Zach if I put this guy against him? I didn't want any of that. So that's why, you know, sometimes it's easier to work with people you know really well. But that's why it was important to me to get three individuals here who haven't ever met each other. And here we are. Uh, Marcus, same question. What was kind of your thought process when you were initially asked about this uh, crazy feat? Man, you messaged me at 1130 at night. <laughs> 
and I believe it was a Saturday night. So at that point in time, I was probably a few sips into a Marcus Jones drink. So <laughs> uh, I can only imagine that it was, yeah, sure, whatever you need me to do. Because, you know, I've, I've like I said, I want to be on this podcast before. I've definitely have asked you to do that. And you're going to bring me on like this. I am uh, definitely happy to uh, give you some uh, give you some names, especially as though, you know, back in the day we used to do this, you know, this kind of stuff together on the uh, old Facebook page and do and some that was, stuff. Like that. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where immediately where I thought I wanted to have you on for a concept like this. I would go on a Facebook page that you are not a member of. You used to be, and then, you know, some, <laughs> some things happened. You, uh, you sent yourself away and thought it was better off if you were not on said Facebook page. But um, I would put together these crazy tournaments. It's like greatest, greatest wrestler of all time, greatest woman wrestler of all time, greatest tag team of all time. And then you and I would go on Instagram Live multiple times. I'm like, all right, this is what the brackets look like so far. And then you yeah. would you would get very upset about things like Kofi Kingston beating Jushin Thunder Liger in round one. And I always to be fair, I think I feel like any real wrestling fan would be upset with that with, with that result. There is no way that Jushin Thunder Liger ever loses to Kofi Kingston. There you go. Mm. Or or Drew McIntyre defeating Okada in round one. Oh no, no, <laughs> you American fans are no good wrestling. <laughs> but no, it, it amused me because I would tell you the results up to that point, and you'd get very worked up over most of them. And then I'm like, all right, but let's look at the tournament going forward. Who would you pick to win these matches? And somehow or another, Stone Cold Steve Austin would have always ended up on top because the only people you would put over him were some of those Japanese names that were all eliminated in round one. <laughs> but, Stone Cold is, Stone Cold is a, a hero of mine, so no matter what he wins. That's <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. Now, we are using, the um, premise this again, we are using members of the current AEW and WWE rosters. So uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin probably has some sort of Legends contract there, but let's, let's be real. We don't see him on TV maybe once a year, so obviously ineligible. Eligible would be Roman Reigns, even though, um, you know, he's only there every so few months. Uh, I will also go ahead and let you guys know. I know you have names picked out ahead of time for at least half of each of the matches, but you know Edge, where we don't know his fate necessarily. I don't mind if Edge shows up in this pay per view. Um, wrestlers who are currently injured: Randy Orton, Big E. I, I think there's been rumors going on of Big E's retirement, but nothing's been confirmed yet. So if they end up finding a way into this pay per view, that's fine too. Um, but I digress. Captivating Alan Lyric, same question. I came to you and I said, I need somebody coming up with these results. What was, uh, and you, you have been on this podcast once before. Yes. Um, so th this, the flip side is you, you, uh, kind of experienced it once. And, uh, but what was your thoughts coming, coming back here for this episode? Oh, I was excited. I love listening to your tournament episodes and the other gimmick-based episodes, and it's amazing to be part of one, especially when I get to decide the outcome of the matches. It's going to be so fun. I was excited when you reached out to me. It was the easiest yes of, yes of my life, besides being um, accepted to Rhodes Wrestling Academy. But yeah, there you go. I don't like talking about that, you know. <laughs> Just stay a little humble or something. Yeah. Or something. But, all right. Well, without further ado, let's go ahead and uh, get into the conversation. Um, let's see, Marcus, I'll start with you. I don't care 
So ultimately, I I asked each you and Zach. I need a list of four names. Uh, two two members. Sorry, yeah, two members from the current WWE roster, two members from the current AEW roster, and I didn't care which one of those four people. But each of you have one woman to give me from a company too, and I didn't care which company you took. So ultimately, I will ask one of you for a name, and then I'll immediately bounce it off of the other one of you to give me an opponent from the opposite company that you would like to see them if you had a dream match of that wrestler going into a pay-per-view concept like this who would you want against him so uh hopefully we haven't lost any of you listeners this is going to be a lot of fun it's going to be wild and uh let's see where it goes marcus give me a name i don't care which company okay uh i i feel like as though like you know the opening match would be something that's Something a little different, something a little fun, um, you know, kind of crazy. So I'm going to go out and I'm going to give you Ray Phoenix as your starting AEW Ooh. guy. Okay. Well, and then I, I will go ahead and preface by saying um, I will come up with the match card later, or not the card, but the order. Um, but first, you know, you have an idea in your head that there's a reason yeah. why you wanted to list his name first. So that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. And uh very exciting addition to this pay-per-view already. Ray Phoenix can go with the best of them and have some very solid matches, a lot of spots with some of the best. Zach, you're just now finding out Ray Phoenix is entering the field. Who are we putting it, from WWE? Who is going up against the new uh international champion? By the way, I will want to say this. We're not going to put any titles on the line since this is going between companies we can have champions in there i don't care but we won't actually do any title matches um i don't want to get too crazy with oh titles are going to leave companies and then thinking that could be the results but the international champion ray phoenix zach who's going up against him i'm gonna start probably with the controversial pick out first but i gotta go with my boy logan paul Ooh, that I would I would like to okay it was it was one thing you know you had Logan Paul and Ricochet at SummerSlam and right. ever since that spot in the Royal Rumble that was kind of a match that people were wanting to see and I thought for I thought they delivered at SummerSlam I didn't really like how the finish went down I didn't like how where I thought there was no way Logan Paul was going to lose that match but all of a sudden he he needed brass knuckles to win when the match itself was still so exciting and it, it it did it delivered for what the first match of the card that night needed to be, um, so I'm I'm all for this decision. Good uh, dream match right off the bat with you two. So we have Ray Phoenix taking on Logan Paul, and it sounded like we have a captivating approval over here from one captivating Alan Lyric. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, bringing out Logan Paul. What a what a bold move. All right. I mean, he does, right. he does have a WWE contract. We don't see him I, wrestle every week. but I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah that's a well, phenomenal guy. Phenomenal. He just continues to make me eat my words. There you go. So uh, Ray Phoenix and Logan Paul have now been booked for this uh, this dream match pay-per-view. I, I kind of want to say Wrestle Dream, but, you know, obviously that pay-per-view name's taken. So I may not come up with a name, or if one of us come up with a name throughout, that's fine too. But we'll just say is pay-per-view of dream matches dream wrestle dream wrestle <laughs> there you go <laughs> but all right zach any any name on your list let's hear a name Ooh, ricky starks ricky starks Ooh. great uh up-and-coming star who is really shining in aew and uh i don't know i feel like he still kind of needs 
a little bit more of a push. He's having some big headlining matches, but I feel like there's something that they're just not fully pulling the trigger on, and hopefully they will. But that that guy is very, very talented. He's got some. Yeah, he does. He's got some. Marcus Jones, Ricky Starks enters the field. Who is going to be facing Ricky Starks at this pay-per-view? I am not going to go main roster on this one. Um, I'm going to go with somebody that I feel hasn't gotten the full-on push that he deserves. I think he should be on main roster by now. Uh, Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker. I was I was hoping, because when you started building that up, I was like, I bet he's going to say an NXT name. So I'm immediately running NXT names in my head, and I'm like, I kind of hope he says Braun Breaker, especially when you said should be on the main roster by now. Braun Breaker. <laughs> so, all right. I feel like he can do a Steiner, you know, a nice Steiner uh, promo when he gets up there, you know. Full-on Rick style. Or full-on Scott style. That'd be even better. There you go. <laughs> Against a guy named Ricky. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. I'm all for it. We have two solid matches, in my opinion, so far. Marcus, field is open. Who do you want in the next match listing? I am going to go with one of my favorite female wrestlers okay. right now. Um, it's going to be Sheeta. From AEW, I feel she is just phenomenal. All right, Hikaru Shida, good pick for sure. Zach, who from WWE will be going up against Shida? I think because he picked Shida, uh, she was definitely on my list. So don't say. (laughs) I I don't know. I think I got to go to the man here, Becky Lynch. That feels like an awesome match. There we go, Marcus. How do you feel about that that uh, pairing? I knew you. you definitely have some bias in saying Hikaru Shida's name. How do you feel about Becky Lynch as an opponent? Becky Lynch is a fair opponent. I mean, if you're going to go against one of the best in AEW, I feel like you should go against the one of the best in WWE as well. So Becky Lynch is definitely one of the top stars over there. All right. I, I, I'm I liking the approval. I, I hope what all four of us are. I, I had to stand up, but I hope all four of us are now on the edge of, the, of our seats of what we're coming up with here. Um, anyway, Zach. Fields open again. Who is in the fourth match to be announced? I'm going to have to say the best heel in the business right now. I don't know if you consider him heel as much yeah. anymore with the whole thing with Adam Cole, but it's got to be MJF. Yes, sir. MJF. I, okay, did you did you guys watch Grand Slam this week, the, the Dynamite version of Grand Slam? Mm-mm. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I'm going to... Ruin this small thing. What about you, Zach? Have you watched Grand oh, Slam? Yeah. Okay. I don't miss AEW. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, I just, I popped so big. So sorry, Captivating Alan Lyric. I'm, it's not a huge spoiler by any means, but his, his, uh, pre match, Mon, like going back to that old Bret Hart, uh, vignette <laughs> and doing his own spin on it. And then still, he's a, he's a slime ball. But he's your slime ball, and telling that kid that he was adopted. <laughs> oh, I love that! It was so <laughs> That's great. Great. Uh, that was, one of the best. One of the best. <laughs> one of my favorite parts of the whole the whole first night event. So, uh, um, all right. But MJF has entered the field. Marcus, you have a whole roster of WWE names besides Logan Paul and Braun Breaker, who has taken on the current AEW Heavyweight Champion. I mean, is there any other question on who it could be? Honestly, who else could you put against MJF at this point in time that's on WWE? No other than Cody Rhodes. Oh, okay. 
So a match we we've seen in AEW before, but uh as a interpromotional match, I am all for it. And uh let the bidding war of twenty twenty four and the American roller coaster. Oh, uh, I'm yeah, and I think Cody would be all for that match too. So uh let's do it. Well, you might have seen it in AEW, but I feel as though it would be completely different now that MJF has grown into the man that he is now, and Cody is the person that he is now. Yeah. And it just builds it so nicely. I, I'm all for it. And what AEW did not have years ago that we have here on this podcast is captivating Alan Lyric on the writing team. Or the sole writer here coming up with the result of that match. So we'll see if uh, history repeats itself or if we have a new result. I will tell you later. Maybe I won't tell you. Maybe just keep you on on the edge of your seat all the more. Heck yeah. But right now you get to relax because we're we're still needing to know the matches before we let you pick the results. So, uh, all right, Marcus, you gave the opponent here. So let's give you the next pot of opening name for the fifth announced matchup now i am hoping that my friend across the board here will kind of kind of feel what i'm coming with with this one and will announce the name that i feel would definitely compare nicely with my pick and i feel like if he gets it it, it's going to be a phenomenal match um just a bunch of meat slapping into each other, which we I feel like we all love. And I, I'm going to go with Wardlow on this one. Okay. All right. I almost feel like, man, Zach, no pressure or anything. But no. nevertheless, who are we putting up against Wardlow? I got one name I, I in mind. I feel like you I got to go it. with my immediate thought here and go Braun Strowman. <clears throat> Braun Strowman. All right. I like it. It's a good one. Now, that is the, uh, the official match, but Marcus, I'm curious, uh, who are you thinking there? I am full-on thinking the Paul Heyman guy to be all of Paul Heyman guys, Brock Lesnar. Oh, okay. That would have made the sense, F5 too. Opportunity by me. The F5 versus <laughs> uh, Wardlow's... Uh, I can't think of the name. Powerbomb Symphony. Well, there's a power. I power think he called Symphony. it the F10. That like crazy oh, yeah. F5 that move that Wardlow yeah, used to one. do. Yes, I think that would be fun. Plus, the powerhouse of those two coming together would just be so much fun. But I do understand where this one's coming from. Well, and here's the thing about both Wardlow and Braun Strowman is they're big men, but they can both move too. Like, I I, I don't know. Like I, I've talked about this at nauseum before, but it seems like so many people have a if they had a dream match that they'll never actually see and they want to put it on the video games, it's a big show against Andre the Giant. And I'm like, I, I'm not gonna feel, I don't want to feel like I'm in the minority by saying I don't want to see that match because I'm like, I, I, I need to see action. And I feel like both Braun Strowman and Wardlow can deliver on what I look for to still be a good match between two big men. Right. So, all right, Zach, open field. Who's... Who are you putting up to plate for this next match announcement? I think I gotta go with AEW's workhorse and Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy has entered this uh crazy pay-per-view, and Marcus Jones gets to pick Orange Cassidy's opponent. There's only one answer for that, and it is the most underrated WB star, I feel. 
that has been there for a long time. Sami Zayn. I would. I would love that match. Ginger, I'm here for it. (laughs) There you go. That's my family. So we have six matches on the card. Three still to come. Two of which decided by Zach and Mr. Marcus Jones. Marcus, I'm bringing it back to you. Let's see. Yeah, Marcus. Next, who's go, your other name? I'm going to go WWE on this one. Okay. Um, so I, I, I feel like I picked a lot of AEW guys uh, first opening up. So I'm going to go with, I, I mean, Sami Zayn's partner. you got to go with Kevin Owens. Ooh. All right. And Zach, who we uh, who are we putting up against Kevin Owens? Gotta go switchblade Jay White. Jay White and Kevin Ooh. Owens. That that's gonna be like, fun. All I right, like Zach. I believe you have uh, one more women's match to start the field for. Then. Alrighty, um, I'm gonna go AEW again on this one. I feel like I've gone there a lot, but uh, gotta go Chris Statlander, the current TBS champion. Current TBS champion Chris Statlander. All right, and Marcus, Mister Marcus Jones, who are we putting up against Chris Statlander? I mean, if you're gonna go Chris, I mean, you've got to go with one of the best out there, and obviously put Charlotte Flair in there. All right, Chris Statlander against Charlotte Flair. My goodness, I am gonna have a heck of a time coming up with the order for these matchups. But there's one more match that still enters the field. Captivating Alan Lyric, you have been keeping up with this entire list up to up to this moment. I need you to kick us off. Uh, we're you and I are responsible for putting a tag team match on. I feel like you know uh, pay per views need to have some sort of tag team match in there too. Kind of mm-hmm. uh, have a little more exposure and everything else. Different, a little bit different flow for the rest of the card. So um, what a, I'm going to give you an open floor. What tag team do you want to throw in there? Um, I would have to say, without a shadow of a doubt, the New Day. Uh, specifically, Biggie Langston, if I could still use him. Biggie, yep. He, he actually prefers Biggie Langston. Oh, does he? He actually wanted, when he won the money in the bank, he didn't want to go after a championship. He actually wanted to see if he could get Langston back instead of cashing it in. It's oh. pretty interesting. <laughs> But Biggie, I guess you do listen to their podcast, so like when yes. you when you're spitting out New Day facts, I'm not going to doubt you on anything <laughs> you're saying. Um, Biggie and Kofi, okay, a team of those two. Yeah. Oh man. So I am coming up with a team to face Biggie and Kofi, and that's where. Oh man. You know what? I'm a. Uh, they uh, they they're former tag team champions. They haven't been a team together as just a tag team in a while, but they've been working together again. I think we'll put against Biggie and Kofi Kingston, we are going to put the team of Kenny Omega and mm-hmm. Hangman Adam Page Ooh, against okay. the New Day here. I mean, it was like, I was thinking of all Good sorts of like choice. dream matches just when they had that was that, that gamer convention where, where Kenny Omega and Xavier Woods were there, and you kind of had those thoughts of what if from here. I think that would be a fun tag team to match to add to this card. I agree. All right. All right, so we have eight solid matches, and I I was just uh, telling you guys off air that I I, I like this because 
to me, I'm seeing so many big names, so many rise, so many rising stars on here. But then a lot of those, when you look at either company and you think of a lot of those big names, also didn't make the field. And, and I actually, I like this field. It feels very similar to me, like uh, the recent All Out pay-per-view where they just came off a week after being at All In. And um, they're like, oh, well, let's still give them, let's deliver with what many people would feel is a solid undercard, but make that solid undercard the entire pay-per-view. And All Out... The matches themselves were very good, so uh, AEW definitely delivered in that realm. But uh, I don't know. I'm I'm liking what we're seeing here. I think we are building up a very solid nine-match pay-per-view. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have any further thoughts you want to share on on what we've come up with so far? Any of the three of you? I'll just kind of leave it as an open mic at the moment. I think it's uh, it's nice. You know, you got your your mixture of, of different talents and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like I said, the, the, the people that you don't normally see and expect to be on a roster. You know, you you expect to see your Roman Reigns and your your your, your uh, John Moxley's and Seth Rollins or something like that. And in this card, you don't really get that. It's kind of nice to see that that difference. All right. Zach, Captivating Alan Lyric, either of you have any other input that you uh, want to add into this? I mean, I just think we have like a nice mixture of guys that have won championships around the world. I mean, you got Jay White on the card, former IWGP champion, but to see him in like an up, he's still kind of an up and coming star in my eyes. To see him over here in AEW, I think it's, it's, a good, it's a good thing. So, got Ricky Starks, future world champion. So, it's, it's an interesting card for sure. All right. Captivating Alan Lyric. Well, it looks like a very stacked card. I'm going to um, do my best and tap into my referee background because, of course, it's a privilege and an honor to be calling most of this card down the middle. And I'm going to be tapping into that to call it down the middle and only um, call on my personal bias when it's absolutely necessary for my guy to win. So, all right. I mean, are you feeling? No, nah, it's going to be down the middle. <laughs> are you feeling at all pressured though? Like, are are you stressing trying to? I'm, Grant, you don't know the match card order yet. I'm still working on that. But are you stressing over just on paper? Because you've been writing these matches down, as I have, on who you might think would go over in certain matches. Is it any of this kind of crossing your mind right now? Uh, no, no. I feel like this is going to be pretty easy for me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> you have confidence for sure. Now, mm-hmm. throwing in a curveball that I, I decided during our break here. Um, This is a pay-per-view. Ideally, most pay-per-views, I mean, a lot of them, you, you see a lot of singles matches and the tag team match, this all makes sense. However, usually pay-per-views, most of the time, can have one or two matches that have a stipulation. So I'm going a, I'm to a kind of stay out of this if I need to, but I'll let the three of you decide. Right now, the matches we have announced, Ray Phoenix versus Logan Paul, Ricky Starks versus Braun Breaker, Hikaru Shida versus Becky Lynch... MJF versus Cody Rhodes, Wardlow against Braun Strowman, Orange Cassidy against Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens against Jay White, Hikaru, uh, sorry, Chris Statlander against Charlotte Flair, Big E and Kofi Kingston against Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page. I will let the three of you come up with a conclusion. I need one or two of these matches to have a match type, a stipulation. Let's add some more interest and intrigue on this pay-per-view. 
and mm-hmm. I'll let you guys spitball ideas, come up with, uh, you know, it. if you agree with that decision, and let's let's hear it. Hikaru Shida and Becky Lynch has got to be a street fight. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah, uh, with yep. Hikaru Shida's kendo stick. Mm-hmm. And Becky Lynch's uh, Becky Lynch. <laughs> well, yeah. and she's getting ready at No Mercy. She's defending the NXT Women's Championship against Tiffany, Tiffany Stratton. Has now been announced as an Extreme Rules match. Good. So. That still cage match with her and uh, Trish Stratus was phenomenal. Yeah, it very much so was. So, okay, do we all agree then? Carl Sheeta, Becky Lynch in a street fight? Yeah, I agree, yeah. All right. Mm. Um, any- I'd like to pr- propose uh, Cody Rhodes and MJF in a strat match. Strat match? Oh, okay. To go up, it's the long-term storytelling. They right. had their rivalry in AEW where Cody Rhodes got abused and then some with his own belt at mostly the hands of MJF. Wardlow got involved a little bit there. Put the two of them in a strap match similar to a match that you know Cody Rhodes' dad was famous for, the Texas Bull Rope match. Similar concepts, similar ideas. Uh, are we all in agreement and have a street fight in a strap match? Yeah. See, I was going to go a little bit more extreme for the Cody Rhodes-MJF match. All right, let's Ooh. hear it. I'm going hell in a cell. Okay. Hell in a cell. You know, wrap MJF. those guys into a cell after... Cody, after the Seth Rollins-Cody Rhodes yeah. match, where he came out and had that torn peck, peck match, and he had the match that he did, and then you throw MJF, somebody that, you know, a lot of his matches, he's running around, he's kind of doing anything, you lock him in that cell, I I think that's a, that's solid. Don't get me wrong, the strap match is fantastic, but well, if you're going to go strap, I think you just go uh, full-on uh, full dog collar. There are three of you here, so there would be a tiebreaker vote if needed, but I'll let you, the three of you, we have a strap match, we have a Hell in a Cell, both pitched. I mean, crazy circumstances, it wouldn't be completely unheard of to the two of them at the same time, but I'd rather do one or the other, but I'll leave that up to the three of you. What should the official match type be for Cody Rhodes and MJF? Hmm. I feel like MJF and Cody Rhodes would be a main event level match. Which, a main event level match, even if it's not the main event, because I know it's picked randomly, I feel like Hell in a Cell would be a better fit for them. Okay. The strap match is great, but those are two very big names, and they need a very big structure to go with them. I, I, I 100% agree. Hell in a Cell is the way to go. All right. Match type has been chosen at one point, overruled, all in agreement. MJF Cody Rhodes inside Hell in a Cell. I I have a lot of work on my hands. I thought I had the easiest job in coming up with this match card order, but uh, nevertheless, let me work on this. Um, and let the three of you, if any of you have a question for the other two, let's hear it. Like I want you guys to keep talking while I, I push this all uh, this. Uh, put this match card order together. So, What about Wardlow and Braun Strowman in a last man standing? Oh, wait, so we're wanting to add another stipulation It's up now. to you. It's up to you. Okay, um, Marcus and is Zach. Is three too do, many? Do, is three too many, or do we add one more stipulation? Let's, uh, it's a roundtable discussion. I'm just it, simply a podcast host. It was a what, what kind of match was it? Last Sorry. man standing. See... I think that's kind of a little over pushing a yeah. street fight with Becky and 
Ekata or oh, Washita. Yeah. <laughs> she and then we also got the uh, the Hell in a Cell. But don't get me wrong, I think that you know you could definitely do something there. Um, I don't know, some something like, maybe like a throwing a guest referee, throwing some kind of stipulation with it. I think that would be a nice little little mix in with it. Mm-hmm. But all right, uh, Zach, do you feel two is enough, or should we add one more stipulation in? So. You know, it's a roundtable discussion. A, I'm not. A, I'm not opposed to adding another stipulation, but I do agree with Marcus. It does feel a little close to the street fight with the last man standing. Yeah, I, I, I'm not opposed to something like a guest referee, but it's your podcast, your rules. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know who we'd add in. So, yeah, I think we'll just we'll leave it as is. Um, I think that's fine. And uh, which I'm sorry, I'm not trying to interrupt. But which match were we talking about? Wardlow and Braun Strowman. Wardlow, Braun Strowman, guest referee. Uh, you can throw in. I don't know. Throw somebody. Oh, you gotta throw in some kind of legend if you did that. I feel like. Well, and it's like I immediately thought of Arn Anderson, but I I didn't know how I felt about it. You know, he did used to manage Wardlow. Yeah. But. Yeah, we can leave it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it ain't no problem. All right. I have I think three or four matches solidified in the order so far, so uh I'm gonna keep going here. Halfway there. Yeah. We're getting there. Before Shopify, were you wondering where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. All right, so we have come up with the match card as far as we, we know the nine matches we have. We have made some match stipulations. We ruled out a match stipulation. Um, Do we end up Fully agreeing, then Wardlow and Braun Strowman does do, do they have a referee or, or a special referee or just an ordinary ref? Ordinary. Ordinary. Yeah, ordinary is good. Okay, ordinary ref. I, I thought so. I just wanted to make certain, and uh, I have the match card ready. So captivate now and lyric. I know specifically you're on the edge of your seat because you uh, yeah. you will then have further rule from here. And so we're going up. When Marcus started to introduce this match, he had one idea in mind, and I will grant him that idea. So opening up this this dream match, pay-per-view, WWE versus AEW, kicks off the night with Ray Phoenix taking on Logan Paul. <clears throat> I think a good way to... Uh, to get the crowd all excited early and and worked up in what should be a incredible night of pro wrestling action to come and a great way to kick off the whole show. Going off of Ray Phoenix and Logan Paul coming up next, we can put two big men in there. 
Wardlow and Braun Strowman, match number two. Coming off of match number two, we will then, for match three, Kevin Owens versus Jay White. Match four <clears throat> features the street fight, Hikaru Shida against Becky Lynch. Match five, Ricky Starks versus Braun Breaker. Almost said Braun Strowman there again, but Ricky Starks against Braun, Braun Breaker, match number five. Match number six, we have the tag team match, Big E and Kofi Kingston taking on Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page. Match seven, Orange Cassidy versus Sami Zayn. Match eight, go back to the women with Chris Statlander versus Charlotte Flair. Leading into our main event of this evening, MJF versus Cody Rhodes inside Hell in a Cell. We all feeling okay with this match card order? Is it decent enough? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, say that again? That's your podcast, bro. <laughs> well, I just want to make sure our, our board and our roundtable discussion here is all in favor. So, um, Captivating Alan Lyric, we will keep talking until you are ready to uh, announce the results of said pay-per-view, at least the first five matches, and then we'll get configuration from Zach and Marcus for the tag team match. And then the last three for you. So, um... All right, I don't get to decide the winner of the tag team match. Nope. Suspense. Yep, that's all in the hands. Because we made that tag team match, we are going to then throw it back to Marcus and Zach to work together to come up with the result of that match. But, yeah, I, I uh, if I found out this was a match card, uh, number one, I mean, I'm all for watching a WWE versus AEW pay-per-view anyway. If we could somehow open that forbidden door, I, I think I'm... And the majority saying, I'm all for watching it. And they, they announced these nine matches ahead of time. I, I was, I'm all for it. I think, uh, again, we're in for one very exciting night. So kudos to Marcus and Zach for coming up with eight of the nine matches. Captivating Alan Lyric, I feel like you and I have come up with, with one heck of a tag team match. So, um, yeah, in the meantime, you are working hard. I see, I, I see you focused. You're focused on making sure... I am hyper-focused in on this list, man. ...that the results are what they should be. Oh, oh yes, man. Sir. Yes, sir. All, All right. right. We, 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 have a, we have the results down? Yes, yes. Uh, don't get mad at me, because I won't care. <laughs> I'll say, Marcus and Zach, I'm assuming, without saying what, what your opinion is, I'm assuming when you hear these matches, you're not necessarily thinking about who you're throwing into it. But I know you probably have your opinions. Uh, would you rather be in the seat where you chose the results, or would you rather be surprised and uh, find out if if you're involved with like the writing team or some sort of executive team that would lead into a legit pay per view card of this match of this caliber? I mean, I think I. I mean, I think I would just book it for style wise. That's what I tried to do. So. You know, result. I don't know that it really matters in a in a yeah forbidden door so, type pay per view, if you will. So you're 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 that fan then. You you're just like I'm all for it. I want to I want to see results surprise me. Absolutely. All Absolutely. right. What about you, Marcus? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of the same way. I feel like you know, 
as, as somebody that loves the Forbidden Door for what it is, you know, it, it, I get to see some of my favorite wrestlers from both companies go against each other. It's more of a fan basis of seeing these matches. It's 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 a lot more fun than results. All right. Well, I'm glad that you both have that uh, that mindset. Captivating Alan Lyric, we are starting the night off. Ray Phoenix against Logan Paul. Who gets the victory? Well, here, Ray Phoenix and Logan Paul is going to open up with a banger. They're going to get that crowd involved. They're going to have a great back-and-forth match, both of them being very good high flyers. Ray Phoenix, a little bit more than Logan Paul. And Logan Paul, never been the biggest fan of him, but I have to say he's very athletic, which will ultimately lead... Um, lead to him getting the W in this match. Logan Paul takes the first victory. Logan Paul will have a victory over Ray Phoenix. Okay, I I will not disagree with that, and even if I did, it doesn't matter. This is your call. And so, I will also point out on my match, I do even have it listed down to who's face and who's heel. We do have a face versus face match on this card. Okay. Logan Paul definitely heel. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. And uh, that's, yeah, Logan Paul comes out with a win. Probably right. some great move that somebody else did, but he somehow is able to do it better. All right. Here we go. Match two, Wardlow taking on Braun Strowman. Wardlow and Braun Strowman, in the great words of the fantastic Big E Langston, this is going to be a great match of big, meaty men slapping meat. And uh, I, it's going to be very close. Braun Strowman might get the upper hand a little bit here and there because he is a little bit bigger than Wardlow, but Wardlow is not um, a stranger to facing people bigger than him. I will say somehow Braun, uh, Wardlow actually will come out of nowhere and hit Braun Strowman with that powerbomb symphony, and Wardlow is going to go over. So we will actually see multiple powerbombs in, in a row. That's the powerbomb symphony. It's how yep. it works. That, that and as a music true. man myself, I do love symphonies. There you go. I, who am I to argue with that then? Mm -hmm. And even if I could, I'm not going to. All right, match number three, Kevin Owens and Jay White. Kevin Owens and Jay White. You've got Jay White. He's young. He's hungry. He's intense. He is one heck of a heel. And then you've got Kevin Owens. He's been in the business long enough. He knows the ropes. He knows the mat. He knows his way through a match. He's almost become WWE's Deadpool at this point. He's calling out fourth wall breaks left and right. Uh, I think at the end of the day, Kevin Owens' experience is going to get the best of Jay White, especially if Jay White's by himself and he doesn't have anybody backing him up. All right. Kevin Owens with the match three victory. Up next, trying to, all right, we have the street fight between Hikaru Shida and the man, Becky Lynch. Hikaru Shida and the man, Becky Lynch, in a street fight. They are both no strangers to street fights, and they both revel in those types of matches that have no disqualifications, where they can just beat each other up with a steel chair or with a kendo stick like Shida really loves using. And this is going to be a very back-and-forth match, like they have... All night long, but I do want to say that uh, Hikaru Shida is going to somehow find a way to get one over on Becky in this situation. Um, Becky's heel in this match. Oh, and Becky's taking the heel role. Yeah, Shida is a big face, and Shida has a lot of background in Japanese in Japan as well, which is known for their more hardcore matchups. Even if there's DQ involved, they are very physical over there. So a street fight. Sheeta's going to feel the tiniest 
bit more at home than Becky Lynch. All right. I'm all for it. Ricky Starks taking on Braun Breaker. Match five. Ricky Starks and Braun Breaker. This is most definitely a David and Goliath match. Without a doubt, you've got Ricky coming in as a face, and you've got Braun coming in as that cocky heel that he is. And it's going to be a nice match. Ricky might get in a couple spears, but Braun's going to kick out of them. And Braun's going to come back with his own spear, and Braun's going to get the dub. All right. Unfortunately. Braun Breaker taking a victory. Now, in the words of you, to me, the night that I had the privilege of firing Kid Kamikaze, <clears throat> I am going to let you rest those beautiful golden pipes of yours. Because up next, we have a tag team match. Oh. We, You and I made it. Don't do me wrong. But not our decision on who's going over. It's now a one side of this roundtable discussion between Marcus Jones and Zach Wiestewald. Kofi Kingston and Big E, or as Captivating Alan Lyric wants to tell us that Big E wants Big E Langston. Langston! Of the New Day, taking on Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page, Marcus Zach, I don't care which one of you start, but let's hear a first pitch. Pick the right one. I mean, well, personally, we- I, got, I got to go New Day on that one. And a boy. Co- cohesively, they've been a unit way longer. Less tension. Uh, you know, Hangman and Omega have that history. So, I don't know. I just think I think you got to go. They got the more experience together. You got to go Kofi and Big E. Who's healing whose face? I mean, that's that's the question to be raised for sure. Marcus, thoughts? So what you got to understand is you have four world heavyweight champions in this match. You have... That's true. You have to understand that these teams have definitely worked together multiple times. They've won multiple tag team champions. Um, the The... The thing is, though, is you want to understand that who works best together and who comes up with the best offense together. And at the end of the day, while I feel like Kofi and Big E definitely work together better when it comes to offense and creativity, you you have to go with. Kenny and Hangman. So it's kind of a 50-50 toss-up, but when it comes to physicality, I am going to go with Kenny and uh, and Hangman. I think they squeak out a win against the New Day. Right. The nerve! But I was going to say, here's the deal. We need a solid, solidified answer so you guys have arguments, but you gotta one of you has to convince the other into changing your mind. And we have captivating Alan Lyric over here, who is definitely biased on which team he wants to hear win. What? But I want like are either of you willing to budge in this answer? Biased, only if, a little if, bit. If I can, if if if, I, if somehow you can show me that Biggie and Kofi are more physical. And more dominant than Kenny and Hangman. Oh, Big E being dominant? That's going to be a hard case to make. He's got the five count, man. He's dominant. He's dominant. <laughs> Three ain't em- enough, man. I need five. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. 
I do see your points with Kenny and the Hangman. I do, but I just it's hard to get over that history they have against each other. But I think I'm going to concede this one because they are more decorated, they are more creative in terms of singles careers. Okay, so somehow or another, Kenny Omega and Hangman pull together despite differences they've had in the past and get the victory. Sorry, captivating out lyric. And I will say this. It's rigged! <laughs> I was it's rigged! I was going to say this one way or the other, but for Marcus Jones, um, for Mr. Marcus Jones in his defense, where he's still very upset that Jushin Thunder Liger could not get past Kofi Kingston in that previous tournament that we talked about, maybe Kenny Omega's also upset, thinking that was the wrong result, and he's coming out with even more of a vengeance that leads him and Hangman into the victory. This is Otis all over again, Johnny. <laughs> I just want to say, Kenny Omega, 2-0 versus the New Day. <laughs> I digress. All right. Match number seven, Orange Cassidy and Sami Zayn. Captivating Alan Lurk, it's back to you. Orange Cassidy and Sami Zayn. Battle of the Gingers. Um... I'm a fan of this match. Doesn't matter who comes out on top. It can come out to a coin flip as far as I'm concerned. OC and Sami Zayn are going to put on one heck of a match. I mean, you had that, uh, what was it, that match you had with Jericho, the Mimosa? Mimosa Mayhem? Mimosa yep. Mayhem. That was a very creative match. But then you also had the WrestleMania match with Sami and Jackass, basically the entire crew. Both of them, phenomenal matches, never heard of before. This is going to be a wacky, zany, incredible five-star match. But I think at the very end of it, they're both incredibly athletic. I think Orange Cassidy is going to come up with the win in a very close hair decision. It's right up there with all those uh, those title defenses that Orange Cassidy had of the mm -hmm. International Championship. Orange Cassidy or, has proved himself yeah, this year. Oh, yeah, he, he has pushed to his limits, found a way on top. I have to come out on top each and every time, and I think that's no different here other than, again, no title on the line. Neither of them are a champion right now anyway. Um, all right, I'm all for it. Going to match number eight, Chris Statlander against Charlotte Flair. Chris Statlander and Charlotte Flair. I'm not going to let any biases go through me. Charlotte Flair is very decorated. Um, she's going to be reaching her dad's record in World Heavyweight Championship accolations. That's a guaranteed... Chris Statlander, young, hungry, just coming back from a very devastating injury, and she came back sooner than later, which is always good to hear from wrestlers. Um, both powerhouses. Chris Statlander, a beast. Um, Charlotte Flair, trained by one of the best heels in the business. It'll be another close-ish match, but I think um, Chris Statlander being the underdog in this is going to somehow find a way to get over on Charlotte Flair. All right, Chris Statlander with the victory leading into our main event, MJF versus Cody Rhodes, but this isn't just any match. No, it ain't. Inside Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. I'm cussing on a podcast. Now, hell, it's okay when it's a match. <laughs> I look at it. <laughs> um, MJF and Cody Rhodes is going to be a banger. It's going to be a main event match. It's already it's a main event match. And it's inside a Hell in a Cell. MJF does not have experience in Hell in a Cell because I don't know if WWE has rights to that match or if AEW just can't afford the cell. But they haven't had one of those matches yet. So MJF is still kind of doesn't know what's going on. 
Cody Rhodes, of course, has a little bit of experience in Hell in a Cell, um, that being with an entirely torn pectoral muscle. And it's going to be hard hidden back and forth, but Hell in a Cell is no rules, and MJF loves breaking the rules. So if there's no rules, MJF can go as crazy as he wants. MJF is going to find a way to beat Cody Rhodes. And oh. that will be the end of that 40-minute main event match, because they're going to go back and forth for a while. Yeah, they will. And to answer your question from way earlier, it was MJF who went over on Cody Rhodes at their one and only was AW it? match against each other, too. So 2-0, and o, baby! There you go. He's The Cody Rhodes-Seth Rollins effect is going against Cody Rhodes in this case. Ultimately, to read down the the match order again, this you know post pay-per-view they they do that highlight package showing highlights and the results of each match. They kind of go out of order, but I will go in order. We are starting Logan Paul getting the victory over Ray Phoenix, Wardlow getting the victory over Braun Strowman, Kevin Owens getting the victory over Jay White, Hikaru Shida Overcoming the man, Becky Lynch, in a street fight. We then have Braun Breaker um, beating Ricky Starks. And a very controversial finish amongst our board, but nevertheless, Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page, defeating Big E, or Big E Langston. Very controversial. Kofi Kingston. <clears throat> Excuse me. Orange Cassidy, defeating Sami Zayn. Chris Statlander, defeating Charlotte Flair. And in the main event... MJF defeats Cody Rhodes. Final score, AEW 6, WWE 3. But uh, I digress. I I won't, wouldn't necessarily even be, as a fan, as an ordinary fan, I don't know if I'd be counting the wins and losses per each company because I'm just so invested and I'm just enjoying what we're seeing, the product that this pay-per-view is bringing to us. I don't know if how the three of you feel, but that's that's my thoughts there. There's also four heel wins and five face wins. Nice and balanced. Yeah. Say, Marcus, closing yeah, thoughts? That's a, that's a pretty great card. I mean, you can't tell me, you know, you have a, what, a two, three-hour card. That would keep you entertained throughout the entire time, I feel like. I agree. And Zach? I mean, I definitely feel like it's an entertaining card. I'm not going to lie. There was a few uh, few upsets that I didn't see coming. But I do appreciate some good upsets, so it's a heck of a card. Heck all of right. a card. Now, the final question I want to ask the three of you, and I'll even give my own answer here. I'll give mine last. But one thing I kind of look at in reflecting a paper on a pay-per-view we'd just seen is what was what was the match stealer? What was the match of the night? Uh, move for move, moment for moment, the storytelling, all things considered. Best match of the night overall. I don't care which one of us. Let's, let's start with Zach. What was the match of the night in your opinion? I mean, I love me a good comedy match. You know, that's what Orange Cassidy and Sami Zayn had to have been. That He's right. That was a five-star classic. I mean, nine times out of ten, I watched an AEW card. Orange Cassidy's number one on my list. So I got to go with that. All right. Captivating Alan Lyric, you're over there, and you're showing him on the Zoom call that you're in full support. Is that your match of the night? One hundred percent agree. Absolutely, everybody's going to remember everything that happened in that match. All right, Mister Marcus Jones. I am going to a hundred percent agree. Let's with go as well. 
All there right. is no doubt in my mind that those two are going to put on a match that is just going to be fun. Mm-hmm. It's going to have some hard hits to it. And at the end of the day, we are going to remember it as one of the best ones on the card. And I will say prior to the three of you and your proclamations here, the match I had in mind as best match of the night was Orange Cassidy against Sami Zayn. Let's go. And I'm sticking with that. So all four of us agree here. I love it. <laughs> I might change my dream match to them. Oh, there you go. I want to see it. Now. I, I'd love to see it for sure. It's realistic, too. It could happen. It could. Oh, man. And see, what I love about these concepts, and I've said it before, I said it when we came off of the the Forbidden Door Blind Eliminator Tournament, and I've said it with the multiple tournaments we've done in general, and now with this uh, this dream match pay-per-view WWE versus AEW card, what I love about these concepts in these episodes is we do another roundtable discussion, me and anybody else, whether it's three of you, and we can come up with a whole new list of matches that, like, isn't even the same as tonight and still have a good card, but nevertheless, Captivating Allen Lyric, Mr. Marcus Jones, mm-hmm. Zach Wiestewald. I want to thank all three of you for coming on. Um, this is everything I expected this conversation to be, and it, it you know, it exceeded my expectations too, but that was a lot of fun, and man, I just want to see this match card now. Oh, yes. <laughs> thank you, Johnny, for having me on, man. I much appreciate it. Absolutely. Zach, any final words you'd like to share? Uh, Just other than I appreciate you having me on, and this was tons of fun. Definitely, definitely got to do a concept like this again sometime. Thank you. I'm I'm glad that now that we're finished talking about it, that you're you're still feeling the same way you were going into this, all three of you for that matter, Mm -hmm. and myself. So, Captivating Alan Lyric, Marcus Jones, Zach Wiestewald, I want to thank all three of you for coming on to this episode of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Cadillac, and until next time, we will see you then. Have a good day, everyone.